Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. Word on this computer. Okay. All right. So, um, picking up on the topic we left off on or introduced in the last episode of just the overturning of Roe versus Wade, um, we did get an awesome email from a friend of Amber's that had tons of information and links in there um, about just all, all things about the Roe versus Wade and different articles of the damage it could do and this and that. And um, just before we were like press record, Amber and I started talking about this. And um, so Carolyn is her name. I hope she doesn't mind that we mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she wrote us yeah, like a four page letter and, and kind of talking about a little bit of where her background was on the subject. And so that brought up the fact that we have a hard time thinking about other people's perspectives sometimes and especially on a subject like this I think that we both feel super passionate about and have our own feelings and beliefs for whatever reasons um and mine have never changed they've always I think been the same on it I've always thought that it's you know it's your choice as a human being but um but yeah so when you're so kind of just like in it and it's something that's so just I think affects the individual so much that it's really hard for me to yeah it's really hard for me to um think about anyone else's opinion who is against it and like why it would matter I'm just like no you're you're wrong and it you shouldn't be able to tell someone else what to do but it's um it's not always that black and white as to like how they came to their decision um you know the how they were raised and things like that really come into play and if people have you know been raised in very religious households or um conservative areas and that's just the only thing they knew and there's still people like that in our country who are grow up in certain areas and they only know what they know no matter where you're from you only know what you know um so there's just a lot of people who aren't actually educated on it that do need to be educated on the topic and maybe that would open up their mind and they would be able to just have a better view about it and and vote or something maybe people don't want to because they just don't know enough and they've just taught and taught it was wrong but um yeah it's just uh it's it's tough on this one to ever to to understand why people would be against it other than yeah yeah, that's just what they they were taught and don't know any better um but then it's like at a certain point you have to you have to learn and you have to know better um form your own opinion yeah I was talking to Caroline a little bit and I was like hey thank you for sharing your the background of your Catholic upbringing and all this stuff and she was like yeah it's it's kind of like hard to talk about because 
like you feel ashamed, you feel embarrassed. And Mm -hmm. for me, I was baptized and raised Mormon. And it's honestly not our fault, the surroundings that we were brought up in. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's your fault to grow up and then look at the world and start forming your own opinions and either sticking with the ones that you were raised with or forming some of your own. So like, it's just all dependent. There's just so many, like you said, there's so many factors and so many variables as to like why people start forming these opinions and becoming who they become. But at the end of the day, there's right and wrong. Exactly. And (laughs) there's a certain point in which, yeah, that you, you have to, like you said, be able to formulate your own opinion. So it's, it's not your fault where you're, you have no choice of where you're raised or how you're raised. And, um, until your mind does start to grow and you start to see other things happening around you. And then you start to question things of like, wait, like what, like, why do we say this? And this person says that, but you know, if you live a completely sheltered life, you might not even see any of that outside opinion until much later in life. And then it's just harder to get out of, of that shell that you were in. Um, and it's, it's just crazy that with all the information available these days, so easily available, you know, kids have iPhones at like eight years old and I know there's c- controls and things like that, but I, I, being in middle school or high school these days, it's much different than even when we were, which in the For grand sure. scheme of things, wasn't that long ago. Yeah. And so, and once you start to, as a teenager, maybe question some things, it's so much easier. I feel like for kids these days to, to get information and kind of change their mind. But again, it doesn't mean it's easy, especially if you're still living at home and um, with a family who is maybe of the conservative mindset or whatever it is. Just, yeah. If you're starting to think differently than your family, it can be very hard then to, to, navigate. to navigate. Yeah. Yes. Especially when you're taught to like obey and be mm-hmm. obedient and do as you're told and listen to what, and trust your, your people that are guiding you through this life. You know what I mean? That's yeah. all you know. That's your home. That's your safety. And exactly be guided by people who are so skewed. And the fact that the skewed, views spread so far and wide and that people start truly believing these false things it's Mm -hmm. so fucking scary well exactly and so I mean think about it I don't know if you know anybody personally um I have a friend who I think is still a little bit uh I don't know that like scared is the right term but like afraid of the opinion of her parents um and I mean you should obviously respect your your parents your elders and things like that um I do think there's you know if if you have a good relationship there's plenty of parents who um I wouldn't say necessarily like deserve respect if they've been haven't been there for you at all in your life but um but you still have to be able to be your own person around them but that also takes growth on their part and the older generations are just not into growth um they're like this is the way I am and nothing can change and it's that's just such a false narrative like yeah it's like like, you can't teach an old dog new tricks I'm like fucking that's just such bullshit it is such bullshit especially when it comes to a human being you're an adult 
you can differentiate what's right and wrong and you can change your mind and you can change the way you react to things. You just have to, to try. And, um, so it, yeah, it's hard when the older, the people that like raised you or whatever, maybe are stuck in their ways, but catering to that isn't going to help either. Um, And we're catering to that right now. We're catering to these old people's uh, mindsets and it's, it's just stupid. And it's, so I was super fired up to talk about this yesterday as I read this document from Carolyn and I still am. And I still think we definitely, you know, need to talk about it, but just to be honest as well, I'm kind of in like another little bit of a fog because, so this is, it's Wednesday, the 25th now and I'm sure this will this will go out today but still people listening may not listen to on on the day but yesterday the 24th was another school shooting in Uh. the country and so in our last episode you know I mentioned like with all the other shit going on in the world how is this how is Roe versus Wade like why is it coming up and then you know (laughs) this proves the point of like okay fucking school shootings or mass you know there's the buffalo incident all the other things happening this that's in our face this is a fucking problem and rovers weight is on the table yeah (laughs) like yeah like people are actually dying yes innocent children yeah and so people going to the grocery store mm -hmm. fucking dying because there's no laws on guns and it um and it feeds back into i mean the roe versus wade thing because even before this happened it was the topic of conversation of about okay how can you put you want to ban abortions and people's right to bear children or whatever um but you don't take care of the children that are already living in this country in many ways, education, food, just all, all sorts of different ways. And then one of them is the fact that kids can go to school and die. Um, so now you like, it's a real thing in to be afraid to have a child because of the world that we live in. It doesn't just have to be that, Oh, I'm selfish and I want an abortion because I, I don't want to like raise another human. I don't want to spend my money on a kid. I don't want to take the time. It's not about selfishness. Um, it's about making sound choices. Yeah. And quality of life. life. So if you're, yeah, if you're in a financial bind already, then yeah. How can you afford to, to give a good quality, um, of life to, another human being but also I mean I have said this and I've said it to Andrew's um sister and brother-in-law uh I was like I'm because they you know will ask us about like kids and whatever I'm like I have no idea I've never said like a hard yes or a hard no but I will tell you that I'm fucking scared as shit of the world right now and when I think about having a kid I think about like the future I don't want to have a kid right now just so I can like carry on your genetics yeah and I mean I there's times I think it'd be so cool you know to have a little mini me or something and teach teach um a kid everything I love 
and hope you know that they they enjoy it but you never know they might be totally different than you anyways but also um yeah I'm like the state of the world has me terrified like will my kid even be able to play outside you know like are they gonna be able to have kids like and like snowmobiling and yeah have water exactly (laughs) like so are they gonna be able to play outside at all because kids these days don't even do it the way we did it for many reasons um but and they're you know I had a comment of like not letting fear stop you or anything um I'm outside and with this microphone I can hear the dogs carrying shit around hopefully it's not too distracting but um so yeah like yes I am also a believer in like not letting fear hold you back but the the decision of it's not just like oh should I decide to go to Mexico I'm a little scared of this or that or no it's like this is having a, a kid and their whole life, you know, fifth, who knows, hundred years by the time um, our kids are older or whatnot. So I don't think it's not as simple as saying like, don't let fear hold you back. I'm like if, wanting a kid, there's so much to go into it. So yeah, especially if you are a human who is, I don't know how to say this without sounding rude, but like someone who's like, a sound human being who's yeah. making right choices, who's trying to do their best mm-hmm. as opposed to like the people who are on drugs yeah. or like have, have like drug addiction problems and are just like popping out kids left and right. It's totally like the idiocracy yes. problem of mm-hmm. like the people who are better fit to be parents are the ones who are choosing not to have children. Yes. And the ones who aren't the greatest fit to be having children are having children because they've got other shit going on and like mm-hmm. this society has failed them their parents have yes. failed. whatever brought them to where they are in life mental health issues there's an array of factors in this life that bring us down as human beings and I, that's not to say that like tomorrow our house could catch on fire and we could be homeless and not be fit parents you know what I mean yeah like, yep. there's so many things that can happen yeah so many things so it's just again and not a black and white thing it's not just like oh "Oh, you're selfish if you want one or um I mean I think it could be selfish sometimes to decide to have a kid because you just like yeah want to carry your genetics on or something egotistical or have that little legacy um and you're not thinking about the future of anyone else's life like your partners or the future childs or anything like that and um you just never know what people's why people are making the decision they're making like maybe they do have a a genetic um trait that they can carry on yeah and so who are you to to judge someone when they're like um that when they know that something could could happen and and they just don't want to risk that and I know these days there's a lot of genetic testing available however that's after the fact right so you've gotten pregnant you do the genetic testing and then you find out whether the genes have passed on or not and And if abortion is illegal yeah and they've passed on and you know that like this child may have this whatever choice you decide to make is up 
to you, but you won't even have one. So what's the point of even doing genetic testing? Like, because maybe you'll just be more prepared to know that like my child is going to have a disability and, and this is what our life might look like and have a, a few months to, to get a little more prepared, but with our health system. And like I said, I mean, it's up to you if you to do that. I have a family member who has a genetic disease and has had a couple of kids and that's totally her choice like to to do that. I'm just saying that there are people who may not want to because of that. And there may be people yeah. who are okay with that. Yeah, cuz they're way, like I've lived my whole life with this yes, genetic whatever ex- and the people yeah. before me have and And so the whole point of it is, um, it's your choice. It's your personal choice. choice. (laughs) And so then with, let's see with Caroline, um, in her document and I really liked her. So she went to a rally and I think I mentioned too, in the last one that a friend and I were having margaritas and there was a rally going on next to us. And we were a little bit conflicted of are we huge pieces of shit for not attending this and sitting right here and and drinking? Um, And it's like, no, I mean, there are plenty of other ways to be involved and you don't have to go to every single, single thing. Um, And I think that it's great to be there, but it also doesn't, if you're not there, it doesn't mean that you don't care. Um, But capacity, like the capacity for us to be able to hold in our hearts and in our heads, all the shit that's fucking going on, mm-hmm. you have to take mental health breaks. Like, yeah, totally. Honestly, since we last recorded, there has been two mass shootings. Yeah. Two mass shootings that have made headlines in the news. And like, we're still trying to process Roe versus Wade being on the chopping block. Like, yeah, exactly. We can't even like catch a fucking breath. Well, let alone what's just going on in everyone in your personal life too like anyone's personal life but you know it's been two weeks now we thought we were gonna be able to record last week and because you have a child and so guess what things happen things happen every day even in your own if you don't shit comes up yeah but and then especially when you have another human being to take care of more shit comes up like they're sick they're out of school like that has changed your whole schedule then you get sick so um all these things going on all the time like you said capacity you just may not be able to outwardly be there and it doesn't mean you don't care it just means like holy crap I need to take a moment because I can't really process anything that's going on right now um but with the Carolyn brought some signs to the rally she went to um because a lot of signs are what I've seen like bands off my body my body my choice like what she mentioned um mm-hmm. fully agree with all those but she had some other ones there too which I think are great because as she said too they were um what did she say just wanted to send more of like a a message I think is what yeah she what said, she that said she by her signs to- put facts down as opposed to like opinions so yes actual things like how abortion is like a fundamental human right for people yep yep and And supported by the un and yeah 
so abortion is health care. Abortion yeah. saves lives. Uh, to get confirmed, five justices lied on the stand. Promote the general where the general welfare preamble to the U.S. Constitution. Abortion access is a societal good, according to the World Health Organization, UN Rights Committee, and Human Rights Watch. And um, she did link some articles in there for us too. And what I might do as well as put some of these articles like in the show notes for anyone who is interested in reading them further because we're not going to like open them up and read through all of these. But I mean, I think that's awesome because there are a lot of these things that like, yeah, you don't think about, even though I am pro-choice, um, I, w- I don't know if I would think of the wording of abortion saves lives. It's like, yeah, like that, you know, that makes a light bulb go off in your head, yes. even for somebody who is like, and always has been um, pro-choice. You're like, yeah, because more people, again, um, quoting her fact of there's more deaths in childbirth than abortion yes so there's myths out there that childbirth is is safe it's it's safer everything medically is safer than it once was yes but it's still not and as we've known with anything banning something isn't going to stop it from happening it's going to stop it from happening safely and I don't want to dive into the whole gun rights um situation or uh right now either because I don't have enough to again just like with this starting this to back back things up um but yes no matter what we put restrictions we put on it people are it's still gonna be possible but it's gonna be harder and thus safer abortion is opposite bans on this it's still going to happen and it's going to be more dangerous yeah like everyone's been a teenager in our throughout our lives us adults and when your parents told you you couldn't do something what the hell did you do yeah got a way to make it happen and lied about it well and so this is a stereotype but i've definitely known people who've lived up to it uh the folks in conservative uh religious schools and things like that what they were the first ones to be pregnant because they weren't taught birth control or sex education or anything um so when you're not teaching these in the whole leading into overturning roe versus wade that is a domino effect of restrictions on contraceptives sex education and it's already so restrictive in certain parts of the country because again of the folks who live in super religious or conservative areas who aren't being taught it in the first place. Now we're going to widespread that thought and just kind of pretend like it's not. Yeah. Especially in a day and in in the day and age when you can look literally anything up on the internet. Yep. So the fact that like more false information could potentially be spread because people aren't talking about it. And honestly, I've already started to talk to Quincy about sex. He's six. Yeah. Well, so I, having an older brother who was four years older than me, which doesn't seem, there's certain parts in life where that seems bigger, like less than and more than like uh, four and eight. I don't know. Fine. You're playing. But yeah. there tends to like 14 and 10 and a boy and a girl. That could be a huge shift. Like a lot's Major, happening to dude. a 14 year old boy. And here I am, a 10 year old girl, like still in elementary school, playing with Barbies, doing whatever. 
and and my brother you know going through puberty whatever he had like pictures of Carmen Electra uh, all these posters and things all over his walls and my parents you know they, they didn't care I'm sure they were concerned that like I went into his room, you know, we, we still like played and hung out together and stuff. So I'm being exposed to that at an even younger age, but I still like, I didn't get it. I wasn't yeah, like, yeah, yeah. or like when, when you were a kid and you would go to any dude's garage, a yeah, man's garage, yes, and yes. you would see a woman up on the wall in like, it's pretty much nothing tits and ass out, like posing over a car. Yeah, totally. It's in your face. And when you're like, the reason why I started talking to Quincy about it was because like, you know, stuff happens when you're younger, you get curious, you start like looking at your penis and being like, oh, this person has a vagina. I have a penis. And it's like starting to get to that point of like, so when do we stop letting our little children have naked baths with each other like so when do we start talking about it and honestly the sooner the better especially with all of these bands on things and like stuff on the chopping block who do you want to inform the younger generation some random friend at school the internet or you yeah and like you need to open up healthy places for you your children your cousin your aunt your uncle who the fuck ever to talk about exactly so that yeah. they're safe platforms. Yeah, and they're not getting conflicting information where it's like, okay, Quincy goes off and I mean, your nephew, you know, like yeah. he's still a kid. Like, yes. so he could easily start talking, like just not know Fact. where, un- understand like at what age like someone could understand. Like he could say something to Quincy and Quincy wouldn't like really get it. But then you say it to him and he's like, oh, what? Like I heard this and just being so confused about things, hearing so many different things instead of just like, no, here's the truth. And, and people are afraid to talk about sex with their children. I I never had the conversation with my parents. Like I said, my brother, and it's not like, I'm not saying my brother like taught me about, like told me about it or anything, but I was just like, kind of, things just like happened around me and I figured yes. it out um yeah. but you in this life yeah like, but we're also happen. from more of a liberal area and parents and things like that where I was able to figure it out but there's plenty of people who aren't and might go hear something at school as simple as shit like Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny or something right yes. like you're trying so Why? hard maybe to hold on to um a belief with your kid and then you know, they go to school and older kid or uh, their friends, older sibling, like tells them that it's not real. They come home crying and you're like, no, 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 it's fine. And it's like, He's how totally long do you, real. yeah. How long do you carry that on? Or um, and when they ruin, realize like, the magic, but yeah, when it comes or when to kids realize that you've lied to them their whole lives, you know what I mean? Yeah. It starts to put a question of trust. And then again, back to talking about like, sex with people like yes it's uncomfortable yes it's not really fun to talk about but it Mm -hmm. truly just needs to talk about to be talked about because that's the first step of making change and and yeah so I think that there shouldn't be much shame in it like same with like masturbation like why were we taught to be 
shameful to masturbate to yeah, give like you could go blind pleasure yes <laughs> it's like it's not moonshine but <laughs> yeah but, but um yeah and I mean teaching kids earlier on especially you know before puberty because puberty is when the natural inclinations start to happen within your body and like literally that's when you're starting to get attracted to people and you might see a boy or a girl or whatever and and feel something and and you're like what is happening in my body um and and you have no idea what's going on but if you're not teaching kids anything and not teaching them like the consequences of it, then they're not going to know. And you're just, if you're just like, just don't do it. You said yeah. there's that rebel mentality and they're going to do it. But if you're not having real sex education classes, like we had where you're learning about STDs and pregnancy, um, then you're not even going to know it's a fucking thing. And so you're not going to care and you're definitely going to just not pay any attention and and, yeah and go about it in a um careless way and no does it need to be a special like romantic act that you only do with one person and only when you love them I don't Mm -hmm. think you need to teach that to everyone's prerogative to do what they will with their with their kid but it's a it's an act but you still need to know how to do it safely which is to avoid diseases consent consent. in pregnancy because I mean just the price of living as a single adult right now I'm like you know I can't imagine a someone Hmm. in a position less than I am whether they're a teenager or younger um just less privileged in any way I don't don't have any outside help or partner or anything like that I can't imagine them not being able to make the decision to to not yeah do that you know and mental health then goes into it as well like you there's so many fucking effects from it that no one's looking into they just are saying like it's murder and if, if you you did the act you should have to serve the consequences it's like it's not just a oh, you stole something, now you go to jail for this amount of time or something. There's consequences far, far further down the line and longer that affect many, many, many more people. Um, And Carolyn, I did also send some articles about the criminalization of miscarriages, which I will link to because I haven't had the chance to go through all of those. Um, And that's just insane because, again, I've known handfuls of people who've had miscarriages and so their control yeah nobody fucking wants a miscarriage nobody fucking wants an abortion exactly that too these are just things these are (gasps) yeah i just can't believe that this is on the chopping block and for what like everyone has sex right well if you're you know what I mean? Like, this is the whole fucking reason why we as a human species are on this planet is to spread our seed. And in addition to that, it fucking feels good. It's fun. It's great. I love having sex, but it should, we need to talk to people about accepting that, yes, it's pleasurable and you can find pleasure in it. And yes, there are multiple consequences, Mm -hmm. but there are also preventative measures. There, is, there are smart ways to go about it. And consent's a big one. Contraceptive is. And 
there's multiple ways that we can protect ourselves from having children and abortion is one of them. And yeah. I've, I've had a few conversations, quite a few conversations with a conservative friend of mine who was raised Catholic. And I think solely because of that, he has his opinions, mm-hmm. which I said, he, he shouldn't have any opinions on whatever a woman friggin' wants to do with her body, but he has multiple opinions about abortion. And a big thing that he talks to me about a lot is at what point, at what point is it okay to have an abortion at, at like tw- 20 weeks? 30 like at what point and to be honest I just don't I mean there are so many factors and like I can't say too much because it just is all dependent and it's all variable I know a woman who at 20 weeks found out that her baby that she was carrying was going to be born with a heart defect and might not make it to term And if the baby did make it to term, it would die shortly afterwards. And who the fuck wants to go into that? And with Mm -hmm. the the technology that we have now to prevent someone from facing that, if you can, why not? Mm -hmm. If we have all this medical technology, why not be able to face that? And another thing, all those billboards that are like, this is a fetus at eight weeks fucking bullshit. I will tell you this. I had an abortion and I was within the time allotment to be able to have an abortion. So it's like eight weeks and prior. I made the choice for multiple reasons, multiple, multiple reasons. And uh, during this abortion, I asked the provider if I could see what it looks like, what a seven, I can't remember how far I want to, we'll just say that I was like seven weeks. I wanted to see what the fetus looked like. And A, because man, the first trimester fucks me up. And and it's not for every woman, but like Jesus Christ, when when a fetus is starting to take over my body, I hate being in my body. I feel like not myself, foods that I did like, I absolutely hated, couldn't even finish, could barely drink water. Like it's, it was horrendous for me. And I just was like, I want to see what this thing is that it's just like fucked my life up for the past few weeks looks like. And so she showed me and it was this tiny clear sack, probably the size of like, maybe like a mandarin orange, just like not as like perfectly round, Mm -hmm. probably smaller and it was it had like clear stuff on the outside towards the center it started to get a little bit more opaque and then there were just like these teeny tiny little red veins in the center of it so all these all this information that were being fed and like after that happened and I was like holy crap that's what a seven-week fetus looks like what the f is all this bs that I'm seeing on billboards on the internet And then when I went to go try to do an internet search to see what a seven weeks fetus looked like, it showed pictures of like a full on baby head growing. And I was just like, this, this is not real. This is not true. And I just like, not only was I dealing with the fact that I had to make this choice to have this abortion and accidentally got pregnant and did, you know, like 
the mental health things that went along with it and then finding this information out, I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know where to turn. I didn't know how to go about it, but I'm just, I'm glad to know now <coughs> that all the stuff that we're being showed is not true. Right. And especially I feel like depending on where you're at, again, if you are <coughs> in a very conservative, like rural area, then you might see much more false information. And as much as we talked about how, how easy it is to get information, it's just as easy to get false information. So it, it is more important than ever to do your due diligence and research um, out of more than one source. Yes. And, and that is overwhelming. And I honestly get overwhelmed with even the, the simplest of things that I'm trying to, to learn or figure out. It could be like not political or anything at all. Yeah. It could um, be like finding the right snow jacket or like, yeah, it's like how to, how to do a correct push up. Yeah. And you can find 500 different schools of thoughts and they all have their, you know, reasons and backups of why. And then you're just like, I don't fucking know um, yeah. who, who is right. But who to trust? there are those things where you can, that's really more sub subjective than objective. I always mix those terms up, but you know, something like that, like, no, this is a seven week fetus. Yeah. This, this baby on the billboard that is like a nine month old fetus is, yeah. is not comparable yeah. um, as to what you're saying it is. So, and there may be people, you know, like you had no clue before that. No so there's idea. really plenty of people like that who are now terrified because they really do think that it's something that is much more formed and, and life like and living and heartbeat and, and that that they, they can't like yeah, stomach the Quit thought of people's heartstrings yeah. fingernails yeah totally so it's just you know you're scaring <laughs> it's a scare tactic you're scaring people into yeah. doing something that they don't want to do for whatever reason um and and why why, why what does it matter to you what does it matter to you I don't understand and I don't know if any amount of articles I read about it will make me understand why it you Matters. think that we have to bring more people into this world god like, not if you want to we... go ahead but yeah. why do you feel that you need to force people to do it if they don't want to That's like are you just saying like put chastity belts on women or something like, do you want to go back to a just a complete like rape and murder culture where like that's what men to get their fix of sex will will do is rape and then murder a woman because they can't chance her getting pregnant because they have a family and like I just how are we going backwards in time in this Um, but we can't change change the things that are actually killing living people adults and children Um, and it's just, I mean, I don't know honestly where we wanted to go with this other than just being able to talk about it more than like 15 minutes um, and just bring bring it up and bring it to light that there's just so many reasons. And I, I think most people who would listen to this would be on our side anyways. And so I guess my um, point of 
talking about it would be to do exactly that like fire you up to learn more about what the restriction or bans will do to empower you or motivate you to um to, yeah to do the things to vote to to look into how you're voting um and and really pay more attention to to that because that's really all we can do like yes you can attend attend the rallies do all that support all the people um i'll also post all these um organizations that carolyn listed too of how you can help if you are able to, or even just sharing those with whoever your audiences are um, that are supporting the reproductive movement or justice uh, rather. And so, yeah, like I said, most people probably listening support it and just agree with us. But like you said, it, it's more to be like, okay, we do need to do something. And I felt often like in a position where I, can't do anything with multiple yeah. things in the world this topic and and so many things i just feel so helpless of like what am i gonna do you know there's times i vote every every year but i still feel at times that it's useless because i still yeah. think our government like just isn't Correct. always yeah Same. so i still feel like it doesn't do much and i'm just like we have to be more involved and that is also, I think a very good point of what Carolyn brought up is the that the Democratic side has, and I may be kind of butchering what she said and turning it into my own thought and opinion on it of, we have all more so come in, become in this position of feeling helpless, thus just kind of not learning more, whereas the Republican side has continued to learn and know what to do within the government to get what they want. And the left side is kind of just shut down and it's like, no, we need to be educating ourselves on exactly how it works. And if, if you're up on that, like good for fucking you, I applaud you for that because I am not, and I need to be so that I know what is going on and how I can make a difference when it comes to things like uh, gun rights or these, because I have beliefs of like, yeah, I don't want things it, to go 180 degrees where guns are completely outlawed and, and any person's right to bear arms is completely, oh, Piglet just hit me in the shin with a stick. Um, but where the right to bear arms are completely taken away because I support hunting and things like, yeah. like that. Um, and, and it's scary to think that that's, that's how it is. How, that's how it feels right now in our country is it's either this or it's that. Mm -hmm. And there's no middle regulation um and it, and it feels like it has to be this or that and it's just like what ugh, the fuck is going on why does it have to be not everything is yes or no yeah. it I think does, abortion it is it's just fucking yes you have the right yeah. to it yes but um but yeah so really just learning more taking taking action where you can and opening space to talk about it. That's yeah. where the change happens. That's where you, with the feeling of being hopeless and feeling like you can't do anything, when you get together with your people and you talk about stuff and you put things into action, that's where things change. Mm -hmm. And with the way the world is changing right now, blatantly in front of everybody's fucking face, some major shit needs to go down. 
we need to burn the fucking constitution that was uh, made hundreds of years ago by white men and get some real change in this world. Like I the, know. World, the climate is changing. People are changing. Technology is changing. It's time to like flip the fucking table. Exactly. It's, it's just so insane that we have gone off of the same set of like rules and societal norms since this country was built. Since and we had since nonsense. It's just it's nonsense. Of like, since how are we able to vote? Yeah, we're we're moving. We're on voting now. In, yeah, <laughs> we're moving on in this way and that way, but oh, it's still still in within these parameters. And and then yeah, you go back and you, you look at timelines of slavery, women's suffrage, um, equality. This is, let's see, it was what, in the 80s that the first woman was allowed to run the Boston Marathon? God. The 80s, that's when we were fucking born. Yes. So let's see, I might try and fact check exactly that. And while you're looking, I will say that I feel like a reason why conservatives Christians, Catholics, religious, whatever, whoever the people are that are like, don't take away my gun rights and women can't have an, have abortions. A big reason why I think they have these opinions and have these feelings is because they feel they know the world's changing too. And they feel like they are losing control. Mm-hmm. Thus, they are putting things back on the chopping block mm-hmm. and ignoring things that are killing people. Yeah. So did you see this has been on Instagram, the Golden State Warriors coach? uh, Oh, God. And his speech about the shooting last night was absolutely I mean, that's what needs to happen. And I'm like, this guy's probably going to get fucking fired. And he knows it took into account, probably maybe even like talk to his whole team about it. And it's like this, you know. And it's a bullshit if that would ever happen, but that's exactly what people in his position need to do Yes, is is use that platform to say exactly what he says. Like we're taking like these people who just want the power, they just want power and And our government system needs to change to where it's not just about control. And that's going to be long and hard battle to do, but None of these fucking people want what's best for the world. They want what's best for themselves and their immediate family, which is like the money you have, like it's just going to go down your family fucking line. Like, what's the point? What is the point? You're not doing anything better for the world at all. But you also are so tunnel vision to think that you can't even look and see that you're destroying your your family's future, your kids' future, your grandkids' future, your great grandkids' future. Like, it doesn't matter if you have money or not. The sun will burn down on your fucking crops. Exactly. And, like floods will happen and hurricanes. All these natural disasters will occur. And even if you go to a public, like private school, you can afford to go to a private school. Who knows? Someone maybe bring a gun there or STDs mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. X. There's just so many people on the face of the planet that everything is possible and honestly the older generation the conservative generation is slowly dying out and our numbers as far as like liberal people our numbers i it's going to increase and we are going to overpower them whether it happens in a few months few years few decades it's going 
to fucking happen. And I just feel like this is kind of their last grip to try to hold on to controlling people that they think are lesser. Yeah, exactly. And maybe I'm living in like a very sheltered West Coast liberal world, which yes, I, we are, we Mm -hmm. are live in California and Washington. It's like extremely conservative or liberal. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I haven't been able to get out into the world enough to like go to middle America and like actually talk to, you know what I mean? Like talk to the the people who are living in these Mm -hmm. lies and like being from generation to generation being told these false truths and it just like it just blows my na- mind how we can be so close-minded because of our environments. Yeah, it's so insane. It's it feels like a old school like royalty where they only it was like incest because they yeah. just they had such a belief that the oh, bloodline had barf. to stay the same. <laughs> and it's like that's I feel like that's <laughs> what they're what's what's happening is like they're yeah. holding Trying on to-, to something that it is now they haven't let the outside come in they haven't let things change so now we're becoming like demented yeah and disabled because we're not we're not growing out of the bloodline yes. um in a quick correction it was 72 that uh, when- women were allowed to run the boston marathon still not that long ago not like that, long ago. that was uh 15 16 years before I was born or something and I mean my mom was alive like that was to run 26.2 miles by choice women were told no you can't like what like middle finger fuck you watch (laughs) me I'm gonna even just the control man it's like you feel that tiny and insecure that you feel like you have to control other people's lives like why don't you go to therapy instead Mm -hmm. of like shooting up elementary schools yeah or um that's just a whole nother subject as well again like mental health you know they all tie into each other um I think all of these all of these topics and if people can't see the again uh like domino type effect that these things have um they're just blind yeah but there's a huge mental health issue in this world which is healthcare. um healthcare goes back to abortion and it just it's all uh, it's all a fucking web a messy messy web and no one who has the real power or control is stepping up and saying, look, we need to solve this. And you know what? I think many of us now could at least appreciate someone who is at least trying and putting the effort and can say, Hey, this is going to be a long, hard road. We don't know how it's going to look, but we're goddamn it going to try. And no one's fucking even trying. No one's fucking even trying. Like I said, the people who, people below, you know, what, below state even maybe are trying. And as it goes up the ladder, people just stop because they're scared and they don't want to lose their position. 
and or again, they probably start to feel as, as we feel like helpless because they want to make a change, but they know no one's going to listen to them and they're just going to vote them out or something. And you have to stop being scared of that kind of, you have to have enough people around you I yes, guess, to, you to not have- be scared. You have to know that if you are put in the position to where you have a voice and you've used it and now you're getting shut down that there's people enough people below you who will just it will keep going and going and it won't just stop with you um but people are so frustrated now too that yeah you're right like violence is a huge issue and people are terrified of it i mean like even like police i'm sure are terrified these days of police violence because it got so so bad with police being bad and creating the violence that the tables have have turned on them and because people just let it get to the fucking worst case scenario that people get fed the fuck up and somebody dies uh, yeah it's like and we can't stop any of it how are we not seeing this pattern it's fucking the definition of insanity i think we need to stop looking to politicians for change and take another platform and maybe look to celebrities because honestly celebrities are doted over more than politicians 100 percent, you know and they're on the social platforms yeah and it's just like where the fuck are our priorities like individual Yes, I understand we have our own priorities, but like as a societal whole, we are watching Kardashians more than we're watching, you know, like we're learning, picking up a fucking book and looking at what a seven weeks fetus actually looks like. And then even if you are doing that, finding the correct, true information, like Mm -hmm. we need to get our hands on true information that we are seeing for our own eyes and our own hands and like touching these things and being like, I know for a fact, because I have seen it, I have felt it, I've heard it, I've touched it. You know what I mean? Like we just, we really need to start taking a different approach to everything. It's time to start rewriting absolutely fucking everything. Yeah. And I mean, it's a kind of a catch 22. I feel like social media and celebrities and all of that because hold on one sec sorry dog interruption um but uh, catch 22 in that there are good and bad of celebrities and like social media because yeah people i get what you're saying like people will listen to these celebrities that they idolize yeah but then then you get stuck in the i feel like the the pattern of your and where what we're kind of in right now is like you're only getting news from what you believe in you're not yeah. seeing the other side. And I think you do need to see the other side to understand the argument in full. Um, also, and people are just getting up on their soapbox and saying, this is what I believe and this is true and this is real. And this is just what people start to pair it out and like are not hearing anything else. And there's a lot of issues that you do need to hear like, both sides to understand it and then there's some issues that are just fucking wrong um but again that's me saying that and there could be completely you know obviously people who 
could say that it's not wrong. This dog is killing. And within that too, the news that we are getting from either right, left, the Kardashians, what the fuck ever, it's all curated. It's all not truly real. Yeah, exactly. False realities. We're in a state of avoidance because yeah. everything's so fucked and has been for a couple of years. I think that and people have shut down and they've turned to those. I mean, I watch shitty reality TV because yeah. it is mindless and dumb and you need to shut your brain off. Sometimes. Yeah, it, it, and it's complete trash. And it, it is like totally, you know, you could be spending your time doing something different, sitting in silence, reading a book. Yeah, I don't know. But like I said, it's that mindlessness that you just, you want your brain to show and, up and you need some kind of entertainment. But yes. um, it's like, I feel like I'm drawn to it because I don't have that kind of drama in my life. So I have like that capacity to watch other people do stupid shit. And I'm just like, thank God I'm not a yeah. fucking idiot like that. Yeah. But and it's also thing- unbelievable that these people are real. And yeah, some of it's like curated, curated and made to happen in like, you know, they the reality TV's taken over the fucking TV world. So things happen in their lives and they purposely bring it up in front of the camera. Um to cause drama so yeah it's not fucking reality and these people are you know yeah they're real human beings you could touch them you could see them but their lives are completely unrelatable and not like not real to us like that is actually not reality that is not reality tv would be watching you or i go about a day would be much more reality (laughs) than rich ass motherfuckers in the one percent um having a a tea party and arguing yeah but the the fact that technology has changed thus our brains are changing our Mm -hmm. attention span what we choose to spend our time doing like I, I was like when I was sick and at home I was like so bored and I just like caught myself like going in a loop from going to Instagram to Facebook and I'm like what mm-hmm. the fuck am I doing Same. and I have like I have like 20 books around my bed that could like help me with real life shit like planting a garden which the cost of food these days oh my god Taryn what's Again, happening exactly like, that's where I think switch that's why I think everybody is in more of a state of avoidance food gas yeah. everything the world's in shambles our country yeah. even more so that, and and I've always done this from the simplest things to not of like, when I start to feel overwhelmed, I feel like I just shut down. Like if I have a shit ton to do, if I don't have a plan and a list, then I'm just like, yes. I don't know where the fuck to start. And yeah. I'll catch myself yeah, in that loop or just like sitting there, like, all, like paralyzed with like, uh, what do I do? and you just have to finally be like okay get the fuck up and pick up that stick to start yeah. and yeah. and you're on right. your way down if you need to yeah like you have to start with one thing um and you know that's where we're at I think right now is like we have to start with one thing and if that means that you've listened to this and 
immediately after you go and read some of the the articles or check out the organizations that are in support of reproductive rights like see what they what it is you can do how you can help research what your county state anything in that level yeah. is um to or kind of go egg the the pro-life protest <laughs> go egg those sons of bitches uh, i mean even to arbitrary things where where our property is is in a hoa um yeah. not like it's I, I don't feel like it's your typical one because of where it's at um but like I want to be on the board of that because I'm like, I don't even trust people at the smallest level right now to yeah. be making decisions that are going to affect my life, which could be as simple as like, oh, we're going to raise the, the fee or whatever. Like for what? Are you fixing my fucking road? Like how yeah. much of the road am I paying for? Like I'm paying you this, but I still have half a mile of my own road that I need to fix. And you're not fixing the road that I pay you to fix, you know, like, so I, I fucking hate politics. I always have. And it's just because I get so frustrated. And when I get frustrated, again, one, I can shut down and just like completely walk away and avoid it altogether. Or Or I just see red and I want to punch somebody in the balls and in the face and just like, I, I can't control my anger sometimes. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you. So that's so. where just the shutting down comes in because then I'm just like, I'm either, I'm going to get so mad. I mean, when Donald Trump was president, oh, I, man. I still can't really hear his name. And I my mom that. is like the same way without just immediately wanting to punch anyone who has like a positive thing to say about him even when it's like oh taxes or this or that for that people I'm just like aside from like not even political wise and whether there may have been some good or anything as a human being he's a fucking terrible person and that's all I can see and and that's what matters to me and what I can see through it is like if you're a fucking terrible human I, I I cannot be around you, cannot hear their voice, don't want to see them. And then that puts me into the avoidance. And I think that really maybe that's when when things took a, a major turn. Or maybe it was just for me when I started noticing it is like when he was in office. And um, and I think many people felt that same kind of frustration. Like, what the fuck yeah. is actually happening? And so um, I will say... The world being in the state that it is, us being at the age that we are, I feel like you and I and our partners, our families, we are starting to try to make changes in our lives that will set us up for the future. Like Mm -hmm. you guys are starting to move out to your property. We've had our property for about eight years now. We're starting to like get a decent rotation of like crops going on. What in your current life state do you think that you are doing to work on sustaining your life, being better with your mental health? Um, Because I feel like a lot of people when shit like this goes down, they're like, oh, I just want to run away. I just Mm want to run away. Where are you going to run away to where it's going to be better? You know what I mean? Like when you run away from something, you're not, especially something like 
abortion laws changing. Like you cannot, like our political system, you cannot fucking get away from that unless you go to like Canada. And then even there, if you do like become a new citizen or whatever, like hypothetically speaking, like people just want to run away and I fucking get that. Yeah. Do not get me wrong, especially when my capacity is like at its level. My fucking... I don't even know because that's where I'm at right now. But what do you feel like you are doing in your day-to-day life to try to make the better the world a better place for you, your family? Like what what does that look like for you? Because maybe so, if you share our things, it could help whoever's listening. Right. Um, give them some ideas of what they could could do or whatever. So I don't know. I don't feel like I'm doing anything big enough to help anything much bigger, uh, like around me. Uh, as I talked or mentioned, like I hate politics and as arbitrary as it sounds of like wanting to be on like the board of the HOA, but that also, I mean, has brought up um, the desire to be on town council possibly as well, because living in a small town, I mean, any, any town, but I feel like uh, being in a smaller town I, it feels like more of a possibility to, to get that position and to see an impact and make a difference. Um, and I think that I would represent a large amount of people in this area who moved here for the same reasons I did and, or have lived here, i.e. like my boyfriend being born and raised here that, um, you know, I, I moved here, but I share the same beliefs and lifestyle that he does. And I think that our, my specific town has had an influx of a lot of people from different areas coming in and from bigger areas where they want money, power, those kinds of things. And that, um, idealism is, is coming here. Yes. And I understand we need growth and things like that, but I, and I may think this very naively, um, think there's a much better way to go about it. And so I, I do have that in the back of my mind of something that I like maybe aspire to doing to be able to make some kind of difference. Um, as far as at the like self level, as preaching to the choir of uh, everyone, I'm sure the last couple of years have been insane. A lot has happened. I really didn't feel the hit and throes of COVID until my dog died. And, um, and I feel like that's because at the beginning, it it led me to getting out of a toxic kind of work environment, at least it was like mentally toxic for me and pushing me to do my business fully on, on its own and without the gym or things shutting down, I may not have fully taken that step. So I was like, felt in a good place for that. I was like, had to shut down and had to reframe things. And it was a good thing for me. Um, but then all these things hit and it sent me into like a downward spiral after socks died, um, of, of being like completely unhappy. And my dad could see it in here as I was talking to him. And I did, I wasn't talking to my mom that much during the time because, she was really sick at that time too. I couldn't even tell her that socks died because she was like stuck in the hospital alone oh, for like okay. three weeks. Um, so we were like, we're not telling her like, cause she'll just, I mean, like 
she loved that dog so much too it's like we cannot tell her while while she's alone and um, trying to recover yeah and you know my dad couldn't even go see her or anything when she was sick and it took a little bit to figure out what was wrong and whatnot but uh but yeah so so yeah it was hard I had a lot of internal things coming up it wasn't just like my dog dying it just brought up a lot of of shit and I felt completely stuck and unhappy with where I was at um, and having no idea what the fuck to do, where to go, what I wanted or anything like that. And I, maybe I could think of it like if I put more, more thought, but right now I can't really tell you when the switch happened. I think just having a couple visits like at home and having some like kind of major blowouts, but that got like really deep-seated feelings out and being able to come out the other side of them with Andrew um kind of just a major release I guess of of all this emotion and through some very dark days and times though uh that's what it takes sometimes man yeah and to get it out like it just kind of feels like oh I it it spiraled out of me slowly but surely yes. and I have found that I, I feel like I'm taking a little bit better self-care um, by prioritizing some time to myself or being able to recognize when I might be getting in a certain mindset or mental state and I think we've maybe talked about this with drinking before or whatnot but I like to drink. I like to, you know, be able to have a, a few cocktails or whatever and have a good time. I'm, I want to go sister. like party sometimes and, and drink too much, but yeah. And get have, stupid. Yeah. I, I have also, and get stupid. I have fully recognized when I'm in a bad state of mind that, um, substances are not going to help and I need to avoid it. Yes. And I think like that was a major major step in realization of like I don't think I have a problem by any means but I have recognized that there are times that it it makes my mental state a lot worse whether it's like the door during the drinking or activity or if it's the after of just more depression about it and feeling shitty about myself so I've um just become a lot more self-aware of how certain things affect me and I and I'm upfront about it to, with people. Like if I feel like a friend is like kind of pressure me like, Oh, come on, let's go. Let's go. I'm like, I told you, I don't want to, and yeah. I'm not going to be shy about it. I'm telling you, like, I've, I've said it out loud over the past year and a half of like, of when people are really put feeling like when I feel like they're putting the pressure on me, I'm like, I'm not in a good mental state to drink right now. And that like really shuts people up because they're yeah. like, Oh. oh, like one, you're serious. And two, like, wow, you're like, you really like told me that? Like, I don't like whether they feel yeah. like they like too much information or something. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I will tell you, like, we have been taught to like hide our emotions and yes. mental state way too much and shove it Good. down. And I'm I'm gonna be like real. Like, yeah, you I'm need to human. be able to know how to handle your emotions, but I also think that it is okay and appropriate to tell people that because it doesn't make an excuse to like yell or scream or whatnot at somebody. But when you can be honest about like where it's, it's coming from again, it it may at least create a little bit more of an understanding and it doesn't mean it doesn't need to be, you don't need to apologize for it or something like that. It just means that 
this again, is where understanding of where it came from can change the reaction of, uh, of all people involved and help people around you to understand so that they can help you as well if they're close enough to you to to actually help some people might yeah. not, not be, or be real like, okay whatever yeah or real but i'm just i'm so tired of living in a society and place that you're around people who just like aren't yeah real Mannequin. and yep just want to hide things and so yeah, yeah basically yep just trying to be way more aware of what it is that i need to, so that I can better handle my reactions so that I am not sending out this, like affecting other people yes. in the ways that I don't want to um, and helping them get a better understanding of how I work and hopefully opening that up for them to help me understand how they work and everyone just yeah. has a better understanding of each other and, and you can learn how to talk to people and move on from things instead of... Um, just fucking be stuck in a hole and and I'm hoping that that yeah that grows into being able to help other people at large and my community and the society and things like that but it you know it does have to start with your own self changes and self-help and I think everyone needs it you know maybe people have already had these realizations or always been good at it but I think the most of us um do need to figure out how to help ourselves before we can help others it's the classic cliche of put your own oxygen mask on first and that's what I feel like I'm doing right now so yeah I don't feel like I'm doing that much for others at the the moment because I'm still just focusing on I'm keeping myself alive and (laughs) and well like the question that I asked was like a huge question and it brought you back to like two years ago you know what I mean so it's Mm -hmm. like yes it's a big question and yes it started two years ago and it's going to continue to go on for the rest of your life like that's also like especially coming back into the like Roe versus Wade being on the chopping block it's going to take a long time and it's going to need to be a constant effort and you're going to like be on top of your game sometimes and some days you're going to need to take a mental break and watch some shitty like tv or whatever or Mm -hmm. like space out on the internet but it's just people think that so many things in this world are black and white and we've all been fed this like fantasy fake reality that life is great and it's all awesome and we're dancing around and having fun and it's so good but like it's so consuming it's hard it gets ugly it gets emotional and it's that's just part of life and part of being a human and we will get through this and we will make changes because we constantly are and because we are people with our heads above water for the most part Mm -hmm. and we're going to constantly continue to try and trudge and for me personally I have a tiny young man to raise And I have a lot of things that were taught to me, just like, and and not even like taught, like just things that I was like subject to fucking Disney movies for shit's sake. You know what I mean? Like things that are just in our lives, in our society that mold what we think this current reality, this current world should be like, like Jesus Christ, if you think about ancient Greeks 
that was a whole nother time. You know what I mean? Like we have so long to go. We have so long to go. And I think that we are truly doing our best and it's going to be up and it's going to be down. And it's started four years ago. It started nine years ago and it's going to continue to go on. And I just, I'm so glad I have you by my side. Yes. I really like your head and your face. And And I'm so glad that we are doing this podcast together and that we are reaching out to awesome people like Caroline and being like, hey, let's connect. And I just think that we need to keep on trying and keep on reaching out and for real, truly flip every single script we've ever been taught every false reality every fairy tale ideology that we thought this world was going to be because fuck the seas are rising the ocean is turning into acid Mm -hmm. people are getting killed on the daily and our personal choices are at stake yeah could that will save our lives abortions save my life Mm -hmm. multiple times and yeah and people just they they don't see outside their own (laughs) bubble I think the majority of people anyways don't and I hopefully that is what's changing and by being able to have conversations with people and then like have conversations like this again like the whole point of the podcast I'll say it over and over probably every episode is that like it's relatable on some level and if anything it just can inspire one person to think a certain way or to not be afraid to say like like, okay yeah they that's something that helps them is to be upfront and honest and not be ashamed yeah a a little thing there's plenty of shit I'm still scared to do or don't say and 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 get you know shut down or whatnot but like I said there's certain things that I have totally taken the power over and if that helps someone else to be able to say you know to a friend like hey I don't want to drink because I'm not mentally fucking sound right now like don't be afraid to say that don't be afraid to tell someone like you're not in a good mental state and if you feel like you need to be alone that's fine um be alone I understand that everyone needs their own time but there's plenty of times I had a friend recently she still is I think going through a rough time but um she we were supposed to hang out and then she wanted to be alone she was having a her day you know went went south and it took a little bit of prodding before I really like left her alone like are you sure like because there was times that I really wish that someone was around yeah to take me out of that zone and to force me to have like gone and hung out with them um but there's also times where it was okay for me to be alone and I was fine I'm like no I just really need to like lay outside and and think or let my mind go through it all and it will be okay but there was times that I was like yeah I'm in a deep dark place and I need someone who can either just sit there with me or listen to me or talk about something else to make me know that like yeah it is gonna be okay um and so and it's okay I'm just trying to, to be not more be okay. yeah and so I think because I went through that then I know that and then no one knows that I did so how many people do I know or of my close friends are going through that and I don't fucking know so I will make an extra effort to 
like let them know that I am definitely there for them, whether that's as a soundboard or to to do nothing or just like whatever you fucking do, just just know that I am here and you are definitely not fucking alone, even if you don't know anyone going through what you're going through. Like you're you're not alone to go through it. Like they're still they don't have to be going exactly what you're going through but they can still be there for you and help you find someone who, who is, if you need to talk to someone who's going through the same thing. Um, But, but yeah, that's, like I said, the whole point is for at least an episode, one person to be able to say like, yeah, I relate to that. And that's it. it. (laughs) Uh, But my, my batteries, slowly starting to go down here. This battery sucks. The speaker sucks. This computer's, failing me a little bit but um well but yeah shall we so, wrap it up yep and I mean I don't know like I said if we got much of anywhere aside I think it's in June that the Supreme Court makes the final decision on Roe versus Wade and yeah we may not be able to do anything about that but we do need to be prepared oh for what could happen and I think everyone then needs to like we do need to research and read and know like what what the next steps would be if it happens um, and how you can help help and how you can just be a part of anything and, and what we would do, what we need to do to get Support. back into action and, yeah. and flip it back around if it does get overturned. Um, we have to prepare for the worst and yeah, absolutely not just wait for it to happen. So I think we need to just- be And on. then be all bummed out once it does happen. Yeah. Like, be bummed out now, yep. except that- this uh, we might not have the choice and prepare yep. to go into battle because make I, friends yep. with abortion care providers and support them because the work that they're doing is fucking huge and their lives are at stake honestly mm-hmm. yep. because people are fucking yeah. crazy exactly exactly so yeah i'm sure this will will come up again for sure i just wanted to at least be able to create this oh one episode to talk mostly about it without feeling like people could know like this is what we're gonna fucking talk about and go off about yeah. and i am going i'm going to a uh thing tomorrow night on abortion it's a my girlfriend who's a death doula she and her birthing doula friend do these uh doula cafes once a month and this month the topic is on abortion last month it was about lactation so it's just like they're very like on trend with what's actually happening in the world and oh yeah I'm sure I will come out of that with a lot of information I'll ask her if I could record it or something or try to find some way to get the information that I gain tomorrow night to you to the podcast to whatever but I'm just glad that we're Um, talking about this definitely wait so is it like open to public is it free do you have to register like tell people about it in case for those that are there in Tacoma that might want to go if they listen to this on time it's free and you register on Eventbrite or if you go to my girlfriend Nicole's uh instagram at send me the just send me the eventbrite link and her instagram and i'll put it in the the show notes as well and i'll get this um i guess get this up this afternoon too so hopefully some people might be able to wait it's tonight 
or tomorrow? It's tomorrow night. Okay, her, per- okay, cool. Her Instagram handle is forget me not doula with dots in between all the letters. Okay. Or all the words, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll get that information to you and we can put it on there. It's it's going to be good. And it's something we all need to get together and talk about. I'm just so glad that like uh, abortion is something that I am very passionate about. A woman's choice is something that I am ridiculously passionate yeah. about. And being a safe human and a, and a woman of sound mind who can make good choices for the future, for our world. We just all need to get together and talk and share our stories mm-hmm. and share things that we're shameful about, not shameful about, just like go at this journey with each other because yes. we have a long fucking road ahead of us, even if it's another 40 years down the road. Like if you think about the women's movement back in the seventies, like some of those women are still here and yeah. are still yep. doing the work and um, it's not going to end. Exactly. It's not, unfortunately you thought that it would and, and we wouldn't have to have this argument again, but it, it it's we have Here to we be are. ready to do it um, Here, sister. one other uh, quick thing as you brought up um talking about like yeah not being afraid to talk about things you're like sh- maybe feel shameful about or something yeah is that society has made us feel shameful about the other day so um we've been having wrestling open mat uh practices on monday evening so it's all ages uh like k through 12 and we have mostly our kind of like little guys there right now but at the end of practice monday um we asked what is one thing you want to work on like next time you're here and i mean these these kids are eight years old like between like six and eight i think is the majority there's like one little four-year-old girl but um so anyways these kids are like oh i want to i want to work on like listening better next week so I understand the move before we go into the drill because I'm, I'm not listening um and then others like I need to work on like this specific thing like keeping my elbows in when I go in for a shot so the fact is or the point here is they recognized something they wanted to work on and one of the coaches at the end he said he's like you know I just want to tell you guys that what you just did was very brave it is not easy for us to recognize our weaknesses and it's even harder for us to say that in front of people so you guys are very brave that was a very courageous thing to do and we you know we need to do more of that and this is like a safe place to do it and I was just so thankful for him to have said that because it didn't really cross my mind in in that way uh maybe because they're I've been situations in which I've done that myself. This is what I need to work on or want to work on. And as these kids, I think it was super important to tell them that because they didn't, maybe in that group of people, they might've felt safe. Right. So it didn't really cross their minds, but for it to be pounded into their mind that like what they did was actually like good and and brave and they should do more of it was I think super important because they are so young that to learn that at a young age is so important because now as they grow, you know, hopefully they aren't afraid to say what they're not good at, especially yes. in front of a group of people. And that's just what I, being they're in a tight knit wrestling group growing up in that, like, I feel like that's maybe why I didn't feel, but as you go into different groups of people, meet different friends or whatever, you, you know, they, they might not have the same reaction. They may make fun of you for saying what your weakness is, but if at a, if you can start to really build your confidence and stand 
uh, this, <laughs> I feel like this sounds lame to say, but stand in your power, mm-hmm. yeah. um, then you can, you can stand in it with around anyone and anything and not let someone like take you, take yeah. you down. Um, so and if you do it at a younger age, that's such a stronger foundation than exactly. the like people at our age who are doing it in our fucking thirties. Yeah. And so, but if you are just now starting to do it in your thirties, exactly. It's going to be long and hard and much harder than if you would have started doing it at a younger age, but you just can't let that someone else's idea of what shame is or put that feeling on you like you just have to accept it and work at it don't be afraid of your weaknesses it's the only way you get better and as the at the simplest form of uh, a little kid at wrestling practice keeping his elbows in for a shot and that's a lot of my um analogies the same thing with with has to do with working out the shit I hate to do it's shit I hated battle ropes in the beginning are things that I love because I hated it because I sucked at it it was my weakness so I kept doing it to until I began to like it yeah because I got better at it and I became a strength um, and so your weaknesses can hundred percent become your strengths if yep. you just allow yourself to recognize what they are and, and share them because people might help you like get stronger in that, mm-hmm. in those aspects. And just, so just like we were all born into this world at different times with different parents, we're all walking different journeys of this life. And it is too easy with social media to compare yourself to other people with what's going on. You just need to accept that where you are is where you are and what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing. And you might be in the fucking throes of the suck yes. right now. Yes. yes. But if you, you just got to keep swimming and, and yeah, talk to people mm-hmm. about it. Cause if you're just going through it alone, then it might be harder to, to get out of, but I don't think it feels good to know that we all go through the suck it goes through phases. It may be a short phase. It may be a long phase. It may come back, um, often, but peaks and valleys, my friends, it's normal. And as much as it sucks as how hard as it is, you just have to, I mean, you just got to keep, keep going. And we're in that right now. We just got to keep going and push through this sucking hard and, and hope to see the light at the end of the tunnel where we don't, end up on the the dark side of where this all could go gotta keep a little bit of hope and just keep fighting that (laughs) okay uh i don't know exactly where i got cut off so sorry about that my i was outside and my phone got too hot (laughs) so it shut down for a second i didn't even know like it was in the pocket of the chair i didn't even notice it got too hot but my computer battery is definitely drifting fast. But um, so what's the last thing you heard from me? Oh, God. Do you remember? Uh, we were talking about being where you're at in life and embracing the suck and know that no matter how long you're in the suck for, it will, you can get out of it. Right. You can like, get out of the suck. Even yes. though, and like with depression, it's so much more than like, oh, getting out of the suck. Right. It's like- consuming and getting out of your bed is hard and lifting your head up and feeding and putting water in your body is hard. Yeah. I've been there. We have been in that stuff, but you are not alone, even though you feel so very alone. And we're in the suck right now of like what's happening with the, with women's 
reproductive rights and and whatnot and we just have to again just even with that keep keep fighting can't give up have to get through it and even if it goes the other way again we have to get through the suck and keep fighting because guess what like you just can't can't give up and sit in it and let it just happen and, and stay stay overturned we just have to, we have to keep keep going for it um so yeah this is what we just have to know that there's a community around us and hopefully everyone does have at least someone that they can can talk to and as hard as it is to to do that yeah gotta find someone to be able to and and that could be you know a therapist if you are able to afford such a thing you don't feel like you have a friend or something but uh, who you might I mean even if you had a friend if me and you can afford a therapist that might be a, a good route to go but um but yeah we're all in a bit of a suck right now even if you're riding on a high wave of your of your personal life you can't ignore the fucking hurt of the world and our country going on right now so everyone's at least in that part together too so so yeah um just remember that we're we're here for you here for it we're in this together we can't get off this ride we can't unfortunately unless we die (laughs) don't do that (laughs) um all right well we are gonna we're gonna wrap this up and we'll be we'll be back we'll have show notes with articles to read about um the Roe vs. Wade abortion support yes Caroline is amazing with all this information um, if anyone else has any they want to share or again stories like uh, always happy to hear that and listen and um, Amber also sent me the information that I'll put in the show notes for the death and birth doula event in Tacoma uh, for anyone listening up there that they might want to attend um, that will be there or just to even follow her friend um, forget me not is that what you said yeah forget me not doula doula forget me not doula for anyone interested she is a death doula which I don't know if I talked about it on this podcast but she is a woman who helps you with afterlife planning which is extremely important because we all die I think yeah I think you have mentioned it before but we can definitely talk uh, more about that uh, another time for sure and introduce that topic Uh, but for now we will let you guys go and talk to you soon later we hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that and would rate and review us on whatever platform it is you use spotify apple stitcher uh, whatever it is and if you're listening and downloading just through the website tearingituppodcast.com leave comments um we'll definitely engage back with you and on social media right now we're just on instagram tearing it up podcast is the handle like the post share the post comment on the post whatever it is you got um show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all so again rate and review please and we'll see you next time thanks